This is Dave Knows MMA. It's pretty crazy to think that Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis is going down this weekend. With so many events in the calendar year these days, it's hard to properly digest the events after they happen because the second they do, we're already talking about and looking forward to the next one. And with that, big fights like this often get lost in the shuffle and pop up out of nowhere and has us all saying, holy shit, that fight's this weekend? A part of me feels like it would be better if there was more of a spotlight and build up for these fights and that they just deserve more attention. But with that being said, it's always a pleasant and exciting surprise to learn that such a big fight is happening this coming weekend, and you only have to wait a few days. Either way, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic is the main event of UFC 241, but it's Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis that's the most anticipated fight of the night. It's almost been three years to the day since Diaz last fought Conor McGregor for a second time. Since then, Anthony Pettis has fought a total of seven times. Seven. Most of the time when I see that a fighter is returning after a long layoff, especially when it's three years long, I view it as a major disadvantage. I never fought professionally myself, so my opinion on ring rust isn't drawn from personal experience. But it is something that I always felt pretty convinced is very real for one reason or another. I also always felt that the more active a fighter is, the better off they are in general. I feel like the more often you deal with the rigors of a fight camp and the stresses of fight week and ultimately making the walk to compete in front of the world, the more often you do it, the more relaxed you'll be and the more you'll be able to control your emotions. Nate Diaz is different though. He's an anomaly. Pretty much damn near anybody else that's coming off of almost a three-year layoff, I'd be considering going into a fight with a major deficit. But if there's anyone who can take such an extended period of time off and come back without losing a step, it's Nate Diaz. Both Diaz's are famous for their work ethic. Though calling it work ethic almost doesn't seem right. It's more of a situation where they're true martial artists to the core and guys like that are always training every single day, whether they're in a fight camp or not. So going into this fight, I feel like the time off isn't really going to be a factor. It really just comes down to the stylistic matchup in my opinion. I'm a huge fan of the Diaz boxing style. The relentless pitter-patter way of throwing punches and damaging and flustering opponents with that accumulative striking is a beautiful thing to watch. Nate Diaz really has some of the nicest boxing technique you're going to see in MMA. The loose flow of the punches being thrown and the accuracy that they have is something to behold. I don't want to say that Diaz's punches are loopy, but they kind of are, in that the angles that they come from are usually pretty wide, and I feel like that bodes well for a striker like Pettis who throws his punches straight down the pipe. From a purely boxing standpoint, I definitely see Pettis landing on Diaz and causing damage. The sharp and straightforward punching of Pettis is bound to split the guard of Diaz a time or two. But I'm not prepared to say that it's going to be the difference maker in terms of the fight as a whole. It's just something that I notice when I look at both competitors' boxing skills. The vast majority of the time Pettis lets his hands go, it means that there's kicks coming behind it, and Diaz has been known to eat a lot of leg kicks in the past. With that being said, he's also been known to be able to accept that damage, but to still come forward with that accurate boxing and put it on his opponents. Just once, I'd love for Diaz to use his jiu-jitsu. The guy has some of the very highest level BJJ in the game, and he straight up chooses not to use it just based on the principle of not avoiding a fist fight. Granted, it's this very quality that endears him to the fans. It's this kind of unwavering tenacity coupled with the attitude and not having some bullshit persona and just being one of the realest people in the game that makes everybody appreciate him so much. But he's missing out on having more wins on his record because of it. And I, for one, would be perfectly happy and very entertained with Diaz going in there with full intentions on using his elite-level jiu-jitsu to earn the victory. 
But that's not who Nate Diaz is, and that is not what he's going to do. This Saturday night when he makes his triumphant return, it's going to have the entire MMA universe's attention. And now that I think about it, if Diaz can manage to beat Pettis this Saturday night, it actually puts him in a way better position than I think most people give it credit for. And there's a very good chance he walks away with the victory this Saturday. I can't straight up make a prediction right now on this just because for me, it's one of those fights that you gotta reserve judgment on up until the day of or so. But as awesome of a fight that Paulo Costa and Yoel Romero is and as huge of a fight as DC versus Stipe is gonna be, this Saturday at UFC 241, it's gonna be the Nate Diaz show.